It's the holly jolly Christmas, the best time of the year. When mistletoe in presents go from Amazon trucks to here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Merry Christmas to you and happy holidays. Uh, this is Instructor Rutt coming at you with uh, episode 24 of the Frog Logic podcast. And I got to tell you, man, uh, uh, I am unusually in a more brightened Christmas spirit this year. I, uh, I, I would say I don't know why, but I do know why. I do know why. I, I have God in my heart, and I have Christ in my heart, and I have, I'm surrounded by a beautiful family and uh, my fiance and my children and my loved ones and my brother and his partner in town, and we're getting ready. We're going up uh, to Maine to Jonna's family's house this after Christmas, man. So, and uh, we had a great year with Frog Logic. So, uh, I just want to say thank. Let's start out just right from there and say thank you to everybody that's been so uh, incredibly supportive and and in uh, in your um, commitment towards following what it is Frog Logic is about. Uh, following uh, the podcast, man, I, I still can't. It's it's blowing my mind. Uh, on on how much people have responded and uh, the wonderful feedback. In fact, we we just got a, a text message uh, right before I came on about somebody who had uh, listened to uh, the episode I did with Jana and and this person was sharing a conversation with someone that they had uh, who they recently lost. They had lost their husband to a heart attack this fall on a on a hunting trip and. And the, just the kind words of that they came back and, and the meaningfulness and, and Jonna's information and her wisdom about losing her husband and what that's like and going through difficult times and what you look for and how you find love in your heart, man. Uh, so we're getting these really powerful, powerful messages through direct messages, through uh, social media, through all the sites where the show is, is, is listed, which is pretty much everywhere. It's on iTunes, it's on SoundCloud, it's on Simplecast, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. <laughs> you can listen on our website at teamfroglogic.com. It's, it's everywhere. And, and I'm so happy because really what's gone on with this and what I'm trying to do is is really dig into the human condition, right? By interviewing people that have had really unique, intimate experiences with how they perceive the human condition, how they perceive fear, uh, how they fought back and reinstituted their self-confidence, how they've uh, found the right team to support them in this challenging period, as as well as the the experiences that they've gone through themselves have led them into a a greater purpose and meaning in life. And that's really what the Frog Logic podcast is all about, is to help you explore the human condition in, in your journey of, of being able to defeat the negative insurgency in your own combat in your life, because life is suffering. Life is this, this you know, this pathway of pain. And, and hopefully what we do here at Team Frog Logic is, and what I'm, my mission in life is to try and help you uh, either, uh, it just expose you to some core concepts or tactics, techniques, and procedures, TTPs, or just ideas or concepts that'll enhance your ability to stay in the fight, uh, to really, uh, put a smile on your face when the insurgency is kicking you in the teeth, right? Uh, 
and then to really discover the beautiful aspects of of the human condition, which is our ability to love one another, uh, to exist with each other in a really meaningful way and, and deep, uh, solid relationships to support one another ahead of ourselves. Man, that's what the Frog Logic podcast is all about. And I'm also just incredibly thankful uh, to uh, all the speaking uh, clients I've had this year. It's been remarkable, and I'll do a recap for the final show, I think, maybe. Maybe this will be the recap show, but it, it's been an cr- incredible year. Just this past week, I was able to, to speak to the uh, Bates University swim team, uh, a great organization out in Oklahoma called Custo Fab, one of the largest uh, custom fabrication companies for the oil and gas business out there. That was remarkable because these guys are the ones that are out there in America, keeping America just rolling and strong with uh, their ability to support one of our major industries out there. Uh, but a week before that, I I was in Boston, uh, had a great opportunity to uh, speak to a Merrill Lynch office and a Morgan Stanley office and so on and forth. It's just been this incredible blessing uh, that I have to be able to continue to share the Frog Logic message and the Frog Logic concepts with so many different organizations and teams around the country. Uh, again, uh, this has been a great year for my performance coaching. Uh, we had uh, Penn State men's lacrosse team had a great year this year. Uh, we worked with uh, the Green Bay Packers prior to. Uh, they're having a great year going into the playoffs. Uh, it's just been such a blessing. You know, you, you always think it, you look at yourself uh, during these times around the holidays and you start to really begin to say, what am I doing with my life? You know, what is the meaning of all of this? Why, why am I busting my butt? Why am I, you know, writing kids manuals for an anti-bully manual? And if you haven't seen it or heard about it yet, please give it a shot, right? Go check it out. Uh, it's the anti doc frogs, anti-bully manual. It's uh, myself and Brian Colt, this phenomenal artist out there, gotten together for our second time. We have our first Doc Frog manual, which is a PT manual for kids. And then this one is an anti-bully manual. And this time Doc has uh, his anti-bully brigade with him. Semper Fido, Hannah Hawk, and and, uh, Wiley Wolf all come together with thousands of missions of experience to help children uh, formulate a team and a plan That'll help them defeat the bully in their life and, and, and get that bully help when they need it. So check out those. We also have tons of great hats and t-shirts and sweatshirts and all kinds of things that you could support Team Frog Logic. We really appreciate that. Um, you know, when you have a blessed year, when you really have a blessed year, you're you're kind of riding high, man. You're riding this beautiful high. Uh, all's good, right? Everything's fantastic. And and you're able to go out and you're able to really uh, dig into the Christmas spirit or what our perception of the Christmas spirit might be, which is is to go out there and be able to uh, uh, spend some money, buy some gifts, and bring joy to people's hearts. Now, in, in our life, obviously, we have four children and, uh, you know, we've got the swan, the bear, uh, the seed, and the bruiser. And, you know, it, it's just such a blessing to... Be able to, um, you know, shower them, if you will, in, in a reasonable and and, and and modest way, I guess, in, in, in America. But anywhere else, it would seem excessive, I'm sure. But uh, to be able to finally, you know, dig deep and, and after working my butt off and Jonna working her butt off and, and really helping me turn Frog Logic back around 
and rebuild it and rebrand it and bring it back uh, even stronger and better than before, man, I, that's a blessing. And so, you know, you get caught up in this whole thing, man, I want to give them this and I want to give them that. And I want to make sure that they're, they have a million presents to open up on Christmas morning. And, and every, uh, you know, every time I, I start, you know, panicking because I haven't gotten to Amazon on time and I'm not going to be able to get that present here by tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, whenever those, those, uh, wonderful souls that are delivering presents around the clock. We just had our, uh, I think our fourth one for today show up. And so John, we were just like, Hey man, do you want, you want some, we gave him some cornbread and uh, some cookies and some, uh, LaCroix and just thank him for the wonderful effort that he's putting forth to, uh, you know, really keep the spirit alive in so many people this, this, this season. I mean, when you think about it, America is really thriving economically. We're having a, a great, great uh, year uh, in the stock market. Industry's coming back. Uh, unemployment's way low. GDP's low, uh, or it's up. Uh, and people seem to be in a in a pretty healthy economic place. And for that measure, you know, you it's almost like this weird, bizarre correlation that. If, if, if we're doing well and we're, we're, we're great, man, that Christmas spirit boils up in us. We're, we're more inclined to and be in that giving spirit. And God bless, man. That's fantastic. It's one of my favorite things to see is people immerse themselves. I spent many, many years uh, uh, kind of being the Ebenezer Scrooge of Christmas. I didn't, I didn't know how to get into it. I, I always felt like I was... I didn't have enough uh, to to give my children or my family. I always felt somehow that it was I was in a in a tough place over the holidays. But you know now in the space I'm at and the time I'm at and the wisdom I have in my life, I'm really beginning to understand that the Christmas spirit, um, you know, it 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 is not about the material things that we purchase and and give to the people we care about or even the people we don't. The Christmas spirit is deeper, right? Uh, and, and whether you call it Christmas magic or your beliefs or whatever it might be around this holiday time, if it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever it might be, man, there's just something around this time. And the, the, the thing that really is powerful is, is that Christmas spirit. And you know, one of the things that I love most about feeling it is that it forces you to let go of a selfishness that we might otherwise maintain throughout the year, right? Those things, the ideas that every single day we're trying to make the best life for ourselves, we're trying to have the most reward for ourselves, we're trying to feel the most fulfilled, the most self-actualized for what it is we're engaged in, our efforts and all this, and we're always looking for this recognition or this adulation or whatever it might be, validation, if you will, that we're, we're doing something that's worthwhile, right? That has some kind of importance or, you know, that has some kind of meaning. And the challenging aspect of that selfishness is that it can, it can, it can create a distance between those that mean the most to us or even those that need us most, right? Uh, when the presence and the pressure and the introspection of life uh, 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 is open and available and we're, we're imprinting ourselves with that economic stress, uh, the loneliness possibly, there's so many people out there that might be by themselves over the holidays working 
or maybe they're, they don't have family around. They live on the other side of the country, right? That loneliness is a serious thing. And, and the result of all those things is, uh, either anxiety or, or at its worst, uh, real depression. And when you look at the statistics over this time of year, uh, these are very difficult times. I mean, it's very hard times in the past. In fact, uh, you know, we recently, a few years back, had a, a friend of ours uh, uh, named Mark uh, who took his own life on Christmas Eve a couple years ago, a few years ago, and, and, and as a result of depression he was in. And, and when you start thinking about all that, you start to, you know, hopefully come out of your own head and project a little perspective out uh, beyond the the walls and doors of where you your domicile or where your your little circle of uh, where where your your sphere of influence where you bounce around in your own life. Hopefully, you can um, you can begin to have uh, that Christmas spirit enter you in a much different way, right? Where it's not just about you know, the fun of uh, putting on a Santa hat and going in or a Christmas party at work or buying yourself some new epic uh, watch that you've been saving up for or a new car or hell, a new pair of shoes or a purse or whatever it might be, man. But where you can really start to separate those things, right? To separate the Christmas spirit from that old selfish spirit. <laughs> and And that's not an easy thing to do especially around these times when you see so many other people either uh, participating in their own uh, fulfillment and enjoyment or, or they have something that you don't, right? Or your perception of what they have that you don't. These are the things that can get into our heads and really kind of tear us apart a little bit. And that doesn't need to happen. I'm here to tell you, I promise you, because I've been in that space many, many times, that that doesn't need to happen to you. Really, you can you can allow the Christmas spirit actually to get inside you and really begin to bring life back into where you're at and real meaning and purpose, right? And also it, it is this salve or this, this healing mechanism for whatever wounds you might be feeling in life. By allowing that Christmas spirit into your heart, man, now all of a sudden you're starting to say, geez, is this really important? Is, is the new iPhone that important? Is, is, is whatever new thing you got or gadget or whatever, is it that important? And the answer is, you know this, it's not. But maybe, just maybe, you just needed to hear it. Because what I, what I, what I believe in my heart is that one of the greatest gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us is the gift of love, Right? Uh, the gift of, of being able to understand uh, what it means uh, to be connected to others, to be connected to the true essence of giving, right? That's what the Holy Spirit, and, and, and the Holy Spirit will teach us, essentially, the Christmas Spirit teaches us to come outside of our own heads, to come outside of our own needs, wants, desires, and wishes, and, and to suppress that own selfishness, right? To put that over on the side and to say, to look across at, at the person that sits across from us at work or the person that rides the subway next to us or the person that, uh, you know, the, 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 the parent that we see when we go to school that we know is suffering from something, you know, heavy over this holiday. 
And when we feel that, we see that, and we recognize, we really, we take the veil of our own materialistic wants or needs off, and we we shed it, or we we take our own armor off, uh, you know, the protection we don every day in order to um, not feel uh, so um, beneath what we imagine ourselves to be, where the Christmas spirit infects us, it gets inside, it, it, it inspires us, it lifts us up, and it puts us into a place where, where we can start giving love. Now, what does that look like, right? And I know, man, every time I start talking about this stuff, man, or I write about it, everybody's like, my God, what is this long-haired, tattooed, Navy SEAL guy, what is he talking about, about love? Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm not a Navy SEAL when I talk about this, or maybe I am. I mean, I learned more about loving my brothers in arms going to combat than I learned any other thing on the planet is to love each other, to support each other in this massive endeavor of, of fighting for what is right, right? But more than that now, I, I, because of my faith, right? Because of becoming a Christian, and what does that mean in our right? When we think about our family and friends and we think about the Holy Spirit and we think about what our faith means, regardless, maybe you're not a Christian, maybe you're not Jewish or Muslim or whatever. Maybe, maybe you don't have it in your heart, but certainly there's a feeling that you have when you're next to somebody that, uh, that has impacted you, somebody that has cared about you, somebody that has shown you uh, some type of goodwill, right? Some type of of peacefulness, some type of caring, some type of empathy or instilled some type of hope in you, right? Think about those people over the holidays. Think about those people and what they've given you, right? Because the real key is to keep perspective, because so often that negative insurgency is 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 getting in our brains. It's it's adjusting us. It's tweaking us and making us feel uncomfortable. And it's pushing perspective out outside those limitations or the limit, the left, the right, lateral limit of what's good for us. Right? It pushes us out there and forces those un, unfortunate questions of like, do they really love me? They're not my real friends. They're, you know, they're, they're crazy family members. They don't really, they don't really matter to me. It's, I, you know, I'm the only one I can count on. I'm the only one this, but that, you know, that's just not the truth, right? And so keeping perspective over the holidays uh, with your family and your friends and is really critical. Now, what is the best way to do that? What is the best way that we can uh, wake up every day and struggle. And, and trust me, I, I uh, when I put this out there, I know anybody that's listening to it has been in that space over the holidays where you you feel that anxiousness, you feel that anxiety, you feel that 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 uh, those triggers that allow all the negativity to spill into our head and change perspective, man. But you know how how I stay rooted, how how John and I are trying to teach our girls to stay rooted and. And, and, and keeping the right and healthy perspective over this Christmas holiday by teaching them the story, right? The story of Christmas. And that's an important thing to do. Now, um, I'm by no measure am I a, a, a theological scholar. Hell, I'm not even an expert on, on the Bible or the New Testament. Man, I'm, I'm a novice just like everybody else, essentially. But what I do understand is I understand the story of Christ and I understand, you know, how that came to be. 
with Mary and Joseph and, and having that baby boy and, you know, just the trek alone that the Magi made, right, to, to see him and to see the newborn king and the appearing of the North Star and what all those, those thoughts of what it means. And it's not just this killer tale. I mean, that's the birth of our Savior. Now, when you think about being saved, right, you think about, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? How is, how is this fictional, or some people believe it's fictional, how is this historical figure going to save me? How is that even, especially this baby? What is this baby's, oh, eight pound, nine ounce baby Jesus in the manger, right, with his, his, his little curls of his little beautiful locks and curls. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. I just love that scene so much. But how is that story going to save me? How is it going to keep my perspective? How is it going to let the Holy Spirit be rooted in my heart? Well, first things first, the baby's born. And immediately the, the guy in charge of the local area is gonna, wants to kill the baby. And so he sends people out there to start f- tracking them down and killing firstborn sons or the newborn babies, b- male babies, starts killing them all. So these people literally have to get on a donkey and ride to Egypt, right? That was the beginning of Christ's life. So even if you don't believe he's our Savior, he rose again, still, man, that's a pretty heavy deal for a child to have to endure and Mary and Joseph. But the, kick it, the, the killer part of this is that they go away for a while, but then they come back. Because they know this child, there's something bigger for him. And they bring him back and they raise him. And, you know, finally we see Christ uh, appear uh, to John, right? And that baptism happens. And it's that blessing, that birth, the birth of his message, the birth of his ability to go out and start preaching, right? To share the good word with all of us. Now imagine if any point along the line something had gone wrong and that hadn't happened. But it didn't. He did. He showed up, he's baptized, and now he starts to preach his message. And for three years, man, he preached and preached and he preached and he healed. Right? And he fed. And he and he taught us. And he taught us these beautiful things to love God above all else, above yourself, and then to love others as you love yourself. And the core root message is just from this, this, this Savior, right, is, hey, you got to love more. You just got to love more. And, you know, it doesn't matter who you're loving on, right? Because we're all the same. We're all, we all bleed red. We all have the spirit, the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God in us. If we open our hearts, God has created this world for us. God created the universe for us. God gave Christ for us, his only son. And, and through that, we learn, man, wow, this is powerful stuff if you just love. I mean, it's not, it's not this, these, you know, these scriptures that I have to stand up in front of people and, 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 and proselytize and get on my, my soapbox or behind my podium and say, we ought to gather here today for me to preach to you. We don't got to do that, man. The church that Christ talks about is the church that's in your heart. And the cornerstone of that church is love, right? The existence of a man who preached love above all else, who preached empathy and temperance and forgiveness, non-judgment, all of these really remarkable things that we have spent an awful lot of time trying to break down in our society. Now, why? Well, there's also a component of the human condition that we understand to be true as well, too, right? 
And that's that we're, we can be evil. We can be mean. We can treat each other with disrespect. We can treat each other with indignity. We can treat each other uh, in ways that, uh, that really kind of deaden the Christmas spirit or the spirit in us. And you can do that. You can live a life like that. But man, much of the data shows, you know, all the research shows that if you live a life like that, you're going to live a lonely life. You're going to live a life unfulfilled with lack of meaning. And then there's a, a tremendous amount of information, not even scientific data, but literate, literal data, right? Data of literature, great poems, great art, great songs, right? Great interactions. Hell, just turn on Nat King Cole's Christmas special or, or Bing Crosby or Fred Astaire or, or, or Frank Sinatra or even Mariah Carey or whoever it might be, man. You turn those on and what is it all about? It's about joy and happiness and love. Now, when you think about Christ, man, he knew this all the way up until the moment he was on that cross and he was dying. He was suffering. He was bleeding out, choking, lungs filling up with blood, attention pneumohemothorax, right? Or whatever. He was choking. He was whipped. His, his backbone and ribs were exposed from being flogged. But yet even there, you know, he, he speaks to his father, God, and says, forgive them, they know not what they do. And I'm here to ask you over this Christmas, this Christmas spirit to know what you're doing, to recognize whether or not you're giving love or you're taking, right, or you're condemning or you're, you're, you're being on this other side of life that really can defeat us, man, in a very substantial way. Because when you think about this birth of this great child, the savior of all things, and then, you know, to live and to teach the message of love and then to be persecuted and die on a cross. And then, you know, where the real blessing, where the real miracle of what Christianity is about is his resurrection and coming back and showing the apostles and showing other people that he had come back and to say, hey, listen, this is your pathway. This is your future that you too will be resurrected after death to sit at the right hand of the Lord. Man, a lot of people always say, how do you know? Man, I don't know. I mean, there's just there's been a lot of literature written on it, a lot of stories told about it, a lot of firsthand accounts of life after death. And man, I just it doesn't matter. I just want to believe. I want to believe that if I live my life, right, if I, if I think about my loved ones before I think about myself and I think about the beauty of those relationships and I think about what it means to, to, to keep those things intact, to nurture them, to help raise those things in each of us, right? To, to, to spend countless hours and efforts and thoughts and emotions in order to protect and build this beautiful thing called the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Christmas spirit, the loving spirit, and the people that mean most to me in my life, man. That's, that's the thing. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what Christ wants us to do. That's what the apostles told us to do is to get out there and serve others, right? Ahead of ourselves. And to lift up the poor and the weak and the, those that are suffering. To lift up those that don't have what we have to share with other people. 
that's powerful, powerful stuff right there. Man, that's that that means the world to to the world itself, doesn't it? It lifts the whole world up. I mean, we have eight billion people on this planet, man. Thank God the overwhelming majority are somewhat supportive of each other. And I think there's this intense core collective group of people out there who knows how many millions it is that that truly care for one another. And, you know, the missionaries of the world, the nonprofits of the world, the people that are in, you know, Ebola-stricken towns in, in Africa or in the Middle East, trying, my friend Jeremy over there in the Middle East trying to bring love to the Middle East. I mean, these are incredible human beings that we should allow to inspire us, you know? And their story, along with the story of Christ, should give birth to the Spirit in us, to build it, right? Now, so often around holiday times, we we get caught up in, in things that maybe make us depressed, right? Loved ones that aren't, aren't are no longer with us or that can't be here or... We think about our loved ones that are on the other side of the country that can't travel because they can't afford it. Or we think about our loved ones that are deployed. Right? I've been deployed before on Christmas. In fact, I was just around a friend of mine I know who, who uh, was, his, their kids play soccer with mine, and, and this is the first year in six years he isn't deployed. And so I say, God bless you, man. Merry Christmas. You know, when you reflect on on all of our loved ones, you know, hopefully you're reflecting not just on whether or not they, the feeling they make you feel or, or what they've done for you in your life, you know, hopefully you're reflecting on the deeper meaning of, of why they're in your life and what experiences you've shared together that can have a profound impact on, on, on uh, the illumination of the spirit within you. You know, when you think about the pain that you both have gone through, the pain experiences, the suffering, because never forget this, it's our pain that unites us, right? It's our collective suffering that brings us closer together. So don't be afraid not to give that, right? Those, those memories of all that. Remember the time we were in this and we made it through and we were together and we loved each other deeply? Don't be afraid to give those memories to one another. If you can't afford a, 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 a new pair of shoes or you can't give a new device or you can't give a new watch or whatever it might be, if you can't get those things, give a memory to someone you care about. Or hell, even at the very minimum, just give, give a, a thought of the Holy Spirit. Tell them you love them. Give it to them. Call them on FaceTime or Skype with them or, or whatever it might be, right? You know, give them on, give them face to face and say, hey, remember the time, man, that makes the spirit in me live. Thank you. I love you. This is not hard to do with one another, right? It's not hard to recognize that it's those relationships, it's those thoughts that rebuild us, right? They pull us out of the depths of negativity. They they put up our walls or our shield or our place, our armor around us, that armor of love that God gives us so freely. Man, and it prepares us for the oncoming battles that we're going to face together. Right? That's what the Holy Spirit does. It, 
It, it increases our bonds. It heals our wounds. It fulfills our hearts. It picks us up out of the mud, right? It gives us this, this clarity of vision where we can see across the aisle, across the table to somebody and look into their eyes and with genuineness and with, with true, profound inflection, utter the words, I love you. You are the Holy Spirit in me. You are the gift of love inside me. Thank you. And I want you to know how much I love you. I want you to know how much you mean to me. I want you to know how much that you've made an impact in my life. And give the gift of that Holy Spirit to other people. Right? There's nothing wrong with giving a piece of yourself so that others will start to feel the Holy Spirit. Man, if you see somebody that you know, that you love, a family or friend or uh, even a colleague at work or maybe somebody on the street, a homeless person or somebody you see by themselves in a coffee place or wherever, man, don't be afraid to just give them the Holy Spirit, to just gift it to them, to stand up and, and, and have the courage to walk over or to get them on the phone or to do something with kindness, right? That the complete selflessness, that kindness to, to give the gift and how man, you can do it anonymously. I love the stories about how the waitresses on Christmas Eve get tips for $500 or somebody leaves a, uh, 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 food at the door for the delivery guys, right? Or, or the person who goes to the delivers, you know, $10,000, pays off $10,000 worth of layaway stuff at a Walmart for a bunch of people, man. And listen, like you don't have to give a monetary gift either, right? So people feel the Holy Spirit. That's not essentially the only thing that lifts people up. It certainly helps for sure because these are tough times. There's this pressure to give material items, but man, give the Holy Spirit, write a letter. Seriously, when's the last time you opened up your computer, you sat down and you punched out a letter, even in a Word doc or whatever, it doesn't even, you know, it doesn't have to look pretty, doesn't have to be pretty, doesn't have to be this prophetic prose of, of, of in-depth theological uh, 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 influence. No, man, it can be five lines. Hey, I was thinking about you. I remember the time about this, and it made me think about how much I love you and miss you, and care for you, and I hope you well. Please know that I, I love you, and I will always love you. God bless you and all those you love. Merry Christmas. That's not that hard, is it? It's not that hard at all. Give it to your family and friends. Don't be afraid. You might have the uncle or the brother or the sister or the cousin that you can't stand and they're coming to dinner and you know it and you don't want to get into the, you don't want to talk politics because you don't want to scream at the moon. You don't want to talk religion, whatever. All that nonsense, man. Subdue, suppress, submit that stuff. Get it rid of you and come outside of yourself even for just a second and wrap your arms around that person and tell them you love them and ask about them. How are you? What's going on in your life? What are you loving? What are you happy? What makes you excited? And be present for their responses, you know? Give it out to somebody at work. Give it out to somebody on the street. Give it to all those who are in need of the Holy Spirit. You know, so often we live in a place where 
We want to really hold on or covet the possessions we have because somehow they, 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 they make us feel something deeper. They make us feel uh, accomplished in some way or they're a reflection of, of what we needed at a particular time or they eased a place of suffering, a point of suffering. They lifted us up or whatever. What, but all that, you know, it fades, man. You can't take any of this stuff with you, I swear. You can't. The only thing that I believe that travels with you, right, is that Holy Spirit. It's your spirit. And what is your spirit comprised of? What is it made of? What are, what are the things that build your spirit, that, 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 that solidify it, that make it strong day in and day out? What are those things? It's the laughter of your children, right? It's the voice of a friend who's accomplishing something great, right? It's your significant other when you look deeply into their eyes and you tell them and they tell you how much they love you and how much you mean to them and what it is that you've given them in their life, the gift, the spirit of love. Man, that's what the Christmas spirit is all about. That's what it should be about. Take the pressure off yourself this season. Take the pressure off yourself this holiday. Don't be so rooted in these, these concepts that are imposed upon us because, you know, your Alexa Amazon thing is listening to you every minute or they're paying attention to you. You're, you're... <laughs> she just said it right there, man. Or, or when your GPS on your phone, you walk into a store and the next thing you know, you're getting these ads, man. That's all pressure on you. Or you're going over to your family member's house and they have everything. They live in these magnificent spaces and they're all this and all that. But take that pressure off you. Because the greatest gifts that you can give in this spirit and this, this time is, is the gift of love, right? Man, hell, just write out a note and put it in an envelope and give that to somebody. Put it in the Christmas tree like we used to put the old $5 bills for everybody, right? Do that. But instead, man, put that beautiful note in someone's mailbox. Put that beautiful note, you know, in someone's email box. Put it in a direct message in them. Just tell them. Do so. Start today, man. Do 10 people today, 20 people tomorrow, and, 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 and 50 people on Christmas. And if you don't have that many, do whatever, however many you have. But give that Christmas spirit to somebody because somebody needs it. I know they do. There are so many people in our lives that are somewhat hiding the things that they're suffering from. They're, 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 they're hidden behind these walls or behind their own armor, right? They don't want you to know that the negative insurgency has, has all but extinguished that spirit, that flame in their gut, right? The fire in their gut, right? It's a, it's a cold, hard wind that is keeping them down. All it takes is a whisper to somebody, I love you. All it takes is a hug to wrap your arms around somebody and squeeze them with intent, the intent of spirit in love. That's all it takes to lift somebody up. And once you do it once, you're going to feel the power of the Holy Spirit lift you up. You're going to feel the power of Christ lift you up. You're going to feel that willingness to sacrifice a fraction of seconds, a fraction of time, 
to give away that time that you so much covet in your life, all but for someone else. Here, I love you. That's all it is. That's what the Christmas spirit is about. And I hope and pray that, you know, you understand this. I hope and pray that at, at some moment over the next several days, you're going to feel this. You're going to allow all the things that don't, that shouldn't get interrupt, shouldn't interrupt the spirit inside you to fade away, to, to kind of move off to the side. And so your heart can be open so people can come into yours and fulfill you and fulfill it with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm such a blessed human being. So, so blessed. Uh, I'm blessed because I have, you know, incredible sponsors that help me on this, you know, on it. Thank you so much. Uh, Aubrey, you and your team, I just can't thank you enough for the confidence that you have in me and the show and and what we're trying to do for people and how we're trying to optimize and all the gifts you've given me, most especially this, uh, the, the faith that you have in the Frog Logic message and me. Man, I just am so, so blessed uh, to be a part of the Onnit family. I'm so, so blessed uh, that they're helping so many people out there in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, and I'm just, uh, I, I can't thank you enough. It means the world to me, and, and I just wish everybody add on it a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope you all find what you're looking for. I hope you're all sharing the Christmas spirit together, and I hope you feel the blessing of love day in and day out. So thank you, everybody over at On It. I want to thank Wise Foods. I want to thank Morton and Mike and everybody over there who believe in me, and I want to thank them uh, for what they provide everybody else that that preparedness, that readiness to ease, that give, bring peace of mind to people with their products. But most importantly, again, for you to believe in my message and to somehow feel that what it is by you know, our relationship that I can promote your product and stand by it and believe in it in a way that benefits your customers and your clients, which supports all the people who work at WISE, all the people who benefit from it, all the families that... Uh, are having a great year and wise and in, in, in their success, man. Thank you to all of you. Uh, it's just such a blessing to have you. And I'm just uh, a really, really blessed to have Wise Company be a part of the Frog Logic podcast. I also want to thank the fans. So often, so many of you uh, offer me such wonderful things. You, your comments on my daily dose of motivation on social media, your comments when I post uh, on YouTube videos, my co your comments uh, that you post uh, direct message or email us, man, or my friends and family who reach out and, and con congratulate me on the effort I'm making and what the impact I'm having. It's such a blessing to me. Um, you know, and all those people who support us, whether through speaking or through merchandise or books or listening or paying attention or following me, uh, I just can't thank you enough. And for all those out there that somehow, somewhere find what I'm saying offensive or, or it doesn't suit your mindset or uh, somehow you enjoy uh, making uh, negative comments, man, God bless you. I, I hope it is you find what you're looking for. And if it's not frog logic, God bless you and searching somewhere else. Uh, um, 
I just I hope the Holy Spirit will come in your heart. I hope you'll feel God's love at some point in some way that uh, takes that angriness out of you or takes that that uh, that insidious nature that you want to tear me down or tear what I'm saying down. Man, God bless you. I hope you find what you're looking for. Uh, my friends, I have so many beautiful, wonderful friends in this life, so many incredible people, and especially those who've come on the show. I want to th- you know, thank Lex, and I want to thank uh, Jonna, and thank Sean, and Mike, and I thank uh, Jan, and, and thank, uh, oh, geez, uh, oh, there's just so many people out there that have made such an impact uh, on my life this year and, and, and participating. And I want to thank all the people that were fans of TNQ. And again, thank everybody over there for all that you did. And, you know, and, and thank all the people that are following and leave wonderful comments on, man, just thank you. Uh, and my other friends, my deep close friends that I get to see and, uh, and feel and call and Chris, man, thank you for being in my life. And David, Corlew, man, thank you so much. I love you. Merry Christmas. And uh, thanks to Sean and Katie. Man, what a blessing that was this year to be able to go and be a part and to to, to be uh, Reverend Rudd at your wedding. It was one of the most powerful moments of my entire life. And so thank you for that friendship. It's just such a, an amazing, incredible thing. I want to thank my family. You know, I want to thank my parents and Thank Jonna's parents and all that you guys have done for us this year. Without you, uh, we wouldn't have been able to do so much. Um, and, and your love and caring, your sacrifice for us is bar none just incredible. And I want to thank all of Jonna's brothers and their significant others for welcoming me and their family and for loving me and my girls. It's just it's powerful. I want to thank... Uh, you know, my brother and James, man, what an incredible year. And I've seen you more this year than any other time. And the effort that you're putting forth is just such a blessing. And you're, you're giving me that spirit inside through your love and through what you do for us and how much you love us. And man, it's just incredible. And my children, whew, you want to talk about the Holy Spirit? You want to talk about the meaning of Christ's message and, and what my purpose is and meaning in life as a father and is to instill that message of love in these children to teach them that love is strong right that love is 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 the greatest attribute that you can work on in your life it's the armor that you shall don every day and, and, and being grateful for the the incredible things that God gives you every day and the opportunities and where you live and your school and your friends that you have and the gift and the experience and the opportunities that await you. Man, that's the Holy Spirit. I hear it in their voices every day, all the time, and their laughter and their tears and their hugs. I feel it. Man, just in watching them play together, it's beautiful. So thank you, kids, for everything. And uh, Jonna, I mean, you brought the Holy Spirit back to me in ways that I can't even imagine or dream. You are the Holy Spirit. You are the gift from God that I give and receive every day. And I promise to make sure your armor is strong. I promise to love and sacrifice for you and to put you ahead of all other things in my life, to love you 
as much as I love myself and Christ and God. Because you are the living miracle every day for me. And I thank you. I love you. And I want to thank Christ. Because Christ's birth is what this is all about. The beauty of being saved. The beauty of recognizing that our sins are not here to condemn us to eternity. To admonish us into the depths of hell. But instead, if we recognize them and we change and we evolve and we let the Holy Spirit into our hearts through Christ's message. The message of loving others above yourself and to love God above all else. Man, think about it. You can do it. I'm the perfect example of how that that spirit can get inside someone and change them and can evolve them and can help them realize that there are bigger things than yourself out there. And those bigger things are this is, is this message of love, this Holy Spirit. God has granted us with this, His only Son, Jesus Christ. And if God is it for you, man, then God bless you because God has given us it all. He's given us all things, everything that exists in our life as a result of God. And he will give you eternity too, should you let him into your heart. So please, let the Holy Spirit, let the Christmas Spirit into your heart. Let it change you, let it lift you up, let it strengthen you. And give the gift of love this Christmas holiday. God bless you. God bless your fair families. Merry Christmas to all. Peace.